Hello and welcome to the World According to Me or According to Me podcast. I'm your host who talks the absolute most, Marilyn Dreaming or whatever you want to call me. Now today's subject is tough love or insensitivity. We're focusing on mental health in the black community. Now it's going to be a heavy subject so if this is sensitive to you or triggering or you know traumatizing in any type of way you're more than welcome to not um listen to this podcast episode i totally understand your health your mental health it's above all okay so if you're ready because whew, i think i'm ready get in loser we're discussing mental health All right, guys, before we even dive in, you know that we always have to do this little warning, okay? So, warning, warning. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. No, but seriously, I have only have two warnings in regards to my podcast, and that is number one, these are my opinions and my opinions alone. No one is, has me in a chokehold and forcing me to say any of these things. Hell, no one even asked for this podcast, let alone this episode. So, Again, these are my opinions, guys. I promise. <laughs> Number two, your girl has a speech impediment. And I feel like with every episode, I'm de- totally getting better. So I'm asking you guys to bear with me. And if you stuck with me this long, I truly appreciate it. Because your girl, is she's trying, okay? So without further ado, let's for real, for real, get into this episode. Alright guys, so you know also before I even start again, I always have three points that I want to get across, three points slash questions, and today's three points slash questions are, what defines tough love? Should we teach our kids how to deal with emotions equally? And how do we spread awareness? Now let's start off with the first question. And I, this time with my notes, I added subsets. And I love that word subsets for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm taking a stats class, so that's probably why. Um, and I also want to make a note that I added new music to the background because I felt like I was uh, using this other tune and it was, I had to chop up the segments, um, which lead to a lot of awkward cutoffs during the conversation because I was trying to keep adding those music um to each segment and it just was too complicated so i just found a longer instrumental and i hope you guys like it now diving right back in starting off with what defines tough love within the black community because we all i think we can all agree that we always heard that that saying that this is tough love you need tough love you need to toughen up i'm doing this because you do need to be tough right and I'm doing it out of love. <laughs> this was redundant, I understand, but bear with me though. So my subset of what defines tough love, I said, what does it look like? First of all, tough love, according to me, in my experience, was you can't cry, you can't show emotion, you can't be too sensitive. You have to desensitize yourself in the most unhealthy ways to things that you would normally want to react to or feel uh, or whatever emotion you want to actually feel. And as a kid, I was quite sensitive, honestly. I used to hate hearing that word all the time. I really, truly hate hearing that word all the time as a child. 
but that's what it was I was honestly sensitive and really because of past traumas and not knowing how to deal with my emotions not being taught properly how to deal with my emotions so I cried a lot and even as an adult as a 24 year old woman I still easily find myself crying about stuff whether it's a movie I'm I'm just I'm an empath I'm not sensitive I'm an empath okay (laughs) and I think that's what it was but going back to what defines tough love tough love love like I said was just uh, just a desensitizing what I would normally react to would normally how I would normally feel because if I react the way I want to or I feel the way I actually want to it causes trouble and it gets me in trouble it used to get me in trouble a lot as a child I would get punished for that because oh you're acting out oh you're being bad or, or you just misbehavior you're just so sensitive you just oh cry baby and that's what tough love was because my the people in my life I want to just say it's just one person but the people in my life um, taught me at a very, very early age that hugs and kisses will not be offered every time your feelings are hurt. Hugs and kisses will not fix um, the problems of the world that you have to face regardless. And I like to think that the people that raised me with, in my foster home, my group homes, and even within my biological family members, I like to think that they had the best intention. But I also feel like it just it came from a curse within the black community of this tough love stigma where you don't allow no one to feel anything because feelings are strong and they're powerful to deal with and it's easier not to deal with them and with everything struggle every struggle we have within the black community it's just being regular black people in our everyday lives we don't I feel like we have been taught to not deal with those emotions because they became they make us weak and so that way we can't focus on the goal which is getting out of oppression and fighting oppression and or or just trying to be strong or just trying to raise children trying to be a mother trying to be a father trying to be a good child trying to make the best grades you have a good career there's so many factors that we have to focus on the outside world that we can't worry about what's internally going on with ourselves but it doesn't make it right. So to answer the question, what defines tough love is desensitization. And what does it look like? It looks like a sad person. I grew up very, I grew up harboring a lot of feelings and I grew up very empathic because of it, because I had, I had no, no other choice but to carry my feelings with me. I had no other choice but to bear what I felt internally and pretend like nothing was going on. Because every time I ever tried as a child to express those feelings, I was knocked down because of tough love. Okay. Um, So the next question is, should we teach our kids how to deal with emotions equally? Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Like, what does that even mean? Like, where, where are you going with this? So my subset to that is no separate advice based on gender. Because I don't know if you guys have the same rules in your household. Um, This didn't necessarily happen in my household because when I was in foster care, we had a lot of um, 
girl instead of you know it wasn't co-ed was what i'm trying to say <laughs> there was no co-ed habitation going on it was mainly um girls unless i unless i was at tree house which is like a group home then there was cohabitation going on um co-ed cohabitation going on so that being said there's a stigma in the black community when it comes to dealing with emotions as far as how we treat a girl versus a boy i remember being on a playground and there was a, a teacher one of our teachers like a little boy was crying she was and she went to him she was like baby you gotta toughen up you can't because he was being bullied and she's like you gotta toughen up you can't let these people bully you You can't be crying you're you're a boy like you you're strong you're supposed to be a strong young man you can't be doing that now mind you i'm I'm pretty sure she meant well i'm pretty sure she did not mean to demean what he felt in that moment i'm pretty sure she was exemplifying yet again that word tough love but it cost him his manhood quote unquote to cry and express how he felt for being bullied and instead of asking him how do we uh, what, what's going on how do i how do, how can i help you what are you feeling right now um who did it <laughs> we're telling him no 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 don't let them see you cry that makes you look weak you're supposed to be strong you're supposed to be able to take that bullying suck it up and get them back if anything else and that like I, I didn't understand what, what that looked like as a young girl looking at that but looking back at it now it's just like what because I know also when it comes to the girls being bullied and everything they're quick to say oh what's wrong mamas you know it's okay to cry I know, it's okay it's okay um yet you told the little boy that no he can't do that wait you, you can't do that Mm-mm. no you're supposed to be a strong young black man one day you cannot be crying you can't start this young crying and stuff and expressing your feelings how you've really deserved to and have every right to express them no that's not how it works so back to the question should we teach our ba- should we teach our kids how to deal with our, their emotions equally my answer to that simple biased and unbiased is yes we should absolutely teach our kids equally how to deal with our emotions because you know what happens if these little black boys become big black men they're not talking about like literally big but i'm just saying they grow up and then they they're getting to relationships they they walk around society harboring emotions and then they get into relationships where they take out these emotions on whoever they're with. They don't know how to deal. They don't know how to calculate. They don't know how to empathize. They lack emotional intelligence to understand that um, it's okay to, to lift on those walls when you trust someone. And they walk around the world feeling with this big old chip on their shoulder because someone told them as a little boy that he can't cry. He can't feel. Only thing he can do is get mad. So these little boys become young men who get angry when they're sad. They get angry when they're hurt. They get angry when they're mad. They get they don't know how to express proper happiness. They, they just this big 
this big accumulation of atoms of just angry human being a person that doesn't know how to feel and that's not right yet we let women cry and she can get away with certain things as far as emotional uh expression goes and it's not fair it's not fair you should teach young girls confidence and emotional stability and how to properly healthily express those emotions and manage and even especially communicate those emotions properly and the same thing should be going for boys and should we start doing that we will probably have a better mental health uh (laughs) percentage that was high as in out of one in 100 100 being the greatest mental health stability in the world we'll probably we would probably be at a good 80 percent if we would take a small percentage of us with young kids and create and teach them and mold them um to be more emotionally stable teach them how their emotions work teach them how to communicate those emotions and i promise you we would not have all these issues with them like i feel like the domestic violence will go down a little bit more because i feel like not saying that all the domestic violence is just a, a result of um people who lack emotional stability but a lot of it from my experience a little side note i've been in a domestic violence situation i've been in a domestic violence relationship and a lot of it that i saw even though it was bad and it when i was you know bruise and everything once I calmed down and I'm not trying to you know make this any romantic or anything like that for whatever reason my empathic (laughs) my empathic ability to look at other people's pain and properly kind of well try my best of solving it essentially I well not even solving it breaking it down I saw that my partner uh, at the time he instead of being able to express himself when he's angry or when he's disappointed or especially when he's hurt he would get mad and take it out on me because taking it out on me made him feel powerful made him have his power back because he couldn't be weak being weak made him feel small so when he felt small he needed to feel big again and who he take it out on someone like me someone that he didn't feel like was a threat and something that we can take power from and it is not my responsibility to be anyone's punching bag but I allowed myself to be that punching bag because one day I lacked emotional stability and then he lacks emotional stability and because of that situation we were a storm of a relationship and the on the domestic violence part like I said I feel like honestly should he have grown up in a household where they taught him where he was taught to be more emotionally stable to understand that it's okay to cry to understand it's okay to express when you're hurt it's okay to properly say hey you hurt my feelings hey i feel small right now hey i don't like the way you're talking to me i don't like when you use that tone with me i don't like that you make me feel small because a lot of it I felt like in that relationship was him feeling small and he would feel bigger again and then me being the punching bag me accepting that was because I already felt small 
because I didn't have emotional stability. I didn't know how to express that this is not okay or even um, understand internally that this is not okay. It is okay for me to say, no, I don't accept this. It's okay for me to be upset about something. It's okay for me to, to want to talk to my partner about certain things and express my hurt or my pain or even my glee um, and not have to take someone abuse because I felt like oh I should have said that anyways I I don't deserve to to express myself that's not right and I didn't understand the magnitude of how impactful it would have been had I had emotional stability and self-confidence because a lot of this a lot of this um dealing with emotions goes into how you are as a person how you react to certain things how you move and what choices you make and we don't teach children how to deal with their emotions properly they make terrible decisions as adults as they grow up and especially as adults and I did I did that I made terrible decisions chose chose terrible people to um get into a relationship with I chose them over me I chose to ignore red flags I chose not to stand up for myself I chose to keep trying knowing things weren't working I chose that because I did not know how to handle my emotions and I did not know how and therefore I did not know how to make better decisions for myself but I'm not saying that it's going to be the end all be all solve all you solve all the domestic violence situations by saying oh just emotional stability no I'm just saying that that I feel like personally that that could play a major part in alleviating some of the cases. Um, but I know it's a little touchy, so I don't want to go too far into that. But I'll just leave that with that. I'll just leave that with that. Now, moving on to the last question, which was how do we spread awareness? Because honestly, I feel like a lot of people in the black community do not know what mental health is. They don't know what mental health encompasses because it's two different things in my, in my head, at least mental health is how you feel internally. What encompasses is sadness, grief, uh, embarrassment, um, even having issues with, uh, ADHD, depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, I don't think that the black community understands that fully because everyone wants to make jokes like, oh, you're so bipolar. Oh my gosh, you, that boy got ADHD, stuff like that. And they don't understand what they're really, what they're really saying. Because to, to self-diagnose yourself with something or self-diagnose someone else, it, and as, as a joke or just as something like oh i really think they do have it and not know what it really encompasses is it's it's ignorant and it's harmful because i remember um being in class and this guy and this kid and i probably i, I mean i'm not a obviously I'm not a professional but i do have adhd and i believe that a kid in my class had adhd as well but people would make jokes about him having tourette's instead and Tourette's is a little bit more complicated as far as the physical part and the mental part um, compared to ADHD. And at the time, 
I mean, I'm a kid. I don't know the difference. And I don't think he knew the difference either. And he kind of kept getting mad that people kept accusing him of having Tourette's. And I felt sorry for him because that it, it wasn't right. And I knew, I didn't know what it was, Tourette's was, but I just knew that it wasn't right. And it leads me back into people not having awareness, especially within the black community. We wanted to make jokes of these things when these are real issues. These are real diagnoses. People, there's people out there who actually have to deal with that, who actually do have Tourette's. And here you are calling a kid who, who might just have ADHD and assuming that they have Tourette's and putting that label on him. And even with that, without self-diagnosing people, there's the issue with not recognizing when people are diagnosed. I personally deal with anxiety, PTSD, ADHD, and depression. And as of recently, I've been having, you know, depression has added to or has become bipolar depression for me. And 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 I don't like how ignorant people have been when I've talked to people. And I don't even lie, even my own family, they don't understand what all that encompasses for me, what it looks like for me. Just like sexuality, depression, anxiety, these mental health, mental health is internal. So you will never know what it looks like. It looks different on everyone, everyone. And I do not understand why people do not understand that. You can't tell I'm a depressed person can go to school every freaking day with a smile on their face, joking, laughing, and they're depressed. They're suicidal. But you'll never know that because it looks different on everyone. There's some people who are depressed and they might look like they they might walk around looking sad and uh, down in the dumps. But that's not everybody's case. And I hate that excuse that, oh, you don't look depressed. Well, I am. <laughs> I mean, when I'm on my lonesome, it's a whole different world going on. And so in the subset of how do we spread awareness, I wrote down a couple of things. I wrote inform, teach, and encourage. Information is the key to the world and unlocking a whole new world. Teaching is essential because I feel like when it's one-on-one, you learn more. When you can relate to it, when you understand it, you you have more sympathy. And sometimes more empathy for the situation and the matter. And encouragement. I put encourage because I feel like, you yes, you can teach people and you can inform them. But encouraging them to spread that knowledge and especially encouraging them to seek more knowledge about, this, about that said topic especially when we're talking about mental health that I feel like it gives them um, a sort of a responsibility to learn more to to get engaged to understand what's really going on and possibly help someone else because otherwise we won't really understand and we definitely won't be able to tackle this issue of mental health in the black community Um, and there's not much else I can expound on in regards to that. I just want, I'm sorry. I don't want to get too emotional about that because this is very, this hits home for me. And so I'm sorry, guys, this is so important for our future 
because there's so many people who are battling silently there's so many people who feel like they're alone and they shouldn't be like that they're alone in their own home there's other people there's like they have a mom or dad or a grandma whoever they're with and they still feel alone because no one knows what they're really dealing with no one knows what they're really dealing with and that has to end and we have to be the ones to end it I know I'm going to be the one that ends that cycle of uh, tough love and uh, and uh, unequal emotional stability teach uh, lessons I, I don't want that for my future and especially for my kids I don't want it I want to end it it has to go so in closing I'll leave you guys with this we are not robots we feel and emote it's called being human with that being said until next time until next episode you guys have a great day